0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to a special edition of Cantina MX Football Podcast, episode 410 on Twitter, Spaces, of course, and YouTube. We're going to be talking about Mexico versus Honduras. What a controversial match in which Mexico had to go to penalties to get past Honduras. Joining me tonight, Coel and the gang. We're going to be getting into it right now. Uh, like we were talking about, Joel, um, you know, just when you thought the game was was about to end, it just kept going. <laughs> it's
1: never-ending. It's like the never-ending story. Um, yeah, good. I was entertained, though, Jaime. I know people calling it rigged already. And after the Chinohuerta PKs, uh, double rigged. <laughs> Although they were legit. Uh to order the PK to be uh, taken because uh, that's the rule you can't you can't move from the line or jump up, and he did do it twice.
0: Yeah, you know, look, there there's a lot of controversies in this match. Uh, number one, should have the game gotten nine minutes of stoppage time? You know, we'll, we'll let our listeners on on Twitter Spaces, um, you know, chime in in a little bit. Uh, you know, we we, we we built this space for y'all so you can, you know, raise your hand to speak. But, I mean, nine minutes of stoppage time, like, uh, you know, I'll be honest, the uh, Hondureños were really trying to waste a lot of time. And I feel like they were punished by uh by the referee adding nine minutes. But, uh, I mean, it was evidently clear that it was in everyone's favor tonight for Mexico to go through to the next round uh, to get, you know, the Copa America ticket secured. And, yeah, and
1: even though there was a repechaje, I mean, so even had yeah. they lost, they still had another, another right. chance to.
0: No, oh, yeah, for sure. Like you know, even if they had lost today, they would have had to play against like a Panama or like a you know, I don't know, I don't know all the teams that were left, but where there's a will, there's a way, and that is where Mexico ended up scoring the the tying goal. But holy shit, man. I don't know who the hell is training the strikers how to finish, but they need. I don't know if you. Could, I guess I remember that movie. Um, it's uh, was it uh, Adam Sandler? He's like super rich, and he has that. He has his, like one friend who's like crazy eyes, Steve Buscemi, just like fucking cross eyed as fuck, dude. That was our that was our strikers today. You just couldn't put anything in the back of the net. It was it was quite embarrassing. Mr. Deeds. Mr. Deeds, yeah, 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 crazy eyes.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it ruined my prediction, Jaime. I had it four zero or five zero. I think it, it could have easily been done. There was at least four, I could count at least four opportunities that were missed by like two feet away, uh, you know, any other night. I feel they would have gone in.
0: Yeah, everything was against us. The the weather, you know, there was a lot of rain. And dude, the referee, dude, he super lenient today. I mean, yeah. there was the Puto the chant loud and clear. And he just pretended to like not 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 intervene. He just kept it moving. And you know, with the PK, Chino Huerta got to take it three times, like and b- look, both times the goalkeeper was at fault, let's be honest. He 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 crossed the line there. But if you're a Honduras fan right now, I am sorry. I am so sorry. Abdias, <laughs> uh, how'd you see the match?
2: No, um, it went well. <laughs> it went well. Honestly, I loved it. So, I want you to do me a favor. I want you to search where the ref is from. Like, can, Do we have access to that as of right now? Porque ese señor entendió perfectamente que esto no es algo homofóbico, pero sino cómo es que el público le pone presión a el equipo visitante. Because oh, that crowd thinking. did not give up.
1: i, I, I thought just like, are you were going to say that he was probably Salvadorian and therefore hates Honduras? Good, good,
2: because you know we as <laughs> Mexicans hate, were, hate them. Like there's there's a hierarchy in your fucking place. Well,
1: you're on the chat. I thought it became a non-issue after Qatar, after the Qatar thing. It
2: so, was like, but in the U.S., <laughs> it's still a problem, and they still like bring it up, and it's like that whole issue. So what I realized was the chant isn't a problem unless the Mexico is playing in the U.S. And guess what, guys? We always play here. Versus when we're playing at home, nobody gives a fuck. It is part of I, is the it? culture.
1: If it doesn't get brought up, then you could say the, the fans that's still screaming that won that, they won that war.
2: Exactly, like dude, it, and it was a beautiful thing. Honestly, it to me, I loved it. It was <laughs> hermoso, verdad? Porque más importante, el público se quedó con un equipo. <laughs> like the public stayed. Oh, well, that things. was
1: yeah, that's right. Like in you the didn't rain. Have
2: them. Exactly, and like, el ambiente su bueno, like, they were there, like, it was a good time, so they did it right, now. They got an
1: extra hour for the price of admission, it's like if they went to a double feature. Exactly,
2: <laughs> now if only they did half price drinks, ahora, <laughs> I I, you know what would be fucking badass? if oh, they oh, could the do... time would
1: probably off with, with all that <laughs> rain.
2: The maruchans y- and the chela that you pay for <laughs> with your But uh, <laughs> <with your catch. laughs> no, it was good. I I'm going to be honest with you guys. The team kind of played like shit the first half. It was boring. They really, really didn't do much. If anything, the one thing that gave me hope is the last 20 minutes.
0: Uh, I, regular time or stoppage time? All of it.
2: All of it. Like, the stoppage and regular. Because mm-hmm. they didn't really start bawling out until, like, the 80th. Because the 75th, 76th, it was still super sluggish. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, for some reason, I was like, oh, the game's about to start, right? Like, now the real game started. It was the 90th. And I was like, fuck, never mind. Because I cuando they started really pushing. And at that point is when they got the, the extra nine minutes, which I'll stand by it. Does feel a little bit dirty, but you know what? So does a finger in the butt and shit happens. So <laughs> why not?
0: And Edson, Alv- uh, Edson Alves scored in the. Uh, I mean, it says here the 111th minute. <laughs> or sorry, not not 111 minute. Um, ninety ninety plus eleven.
2: Who got the assist on that?
0: Uh f- I don't know. Uh so
2: you know his name. Who? Santi, Santi mm Hmm.
0: Hey, look. No one is excused from this horrible... I mean, the strikers. I'm talking about the strikers. You know, you had... Number one, oh. you had Martin as the striker starting...
2: No, 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 no. El es nomás el desgastador.
0: Desgastador. Let,
2: let, let's get his role within the team straight, all right? Pero stay en my mouth. He's just like... a <laughs> Bodyguard, he goes in to soften him up, and then you send the lanky kid to stab him. Like
0: a fluffer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You had... You had Antuna as a starter. You had the Jorge Sanchez, which I don't know what he's doing to continue to get called up for the national team. Bro, it was sad. Like, it was like, what the fuck are you still doing on the field? Yeah. Terrible. Questionable lineup. I know that you had Chiquito Sanchez. He's he's having a great moment, but man, i and and there was times in the game where I'm like Chucky Lozano, like what are you doing to still merit you know getting called up? Because there was there, early in the game he he wasn't playing well. Obviously he 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 found the the, the afterburners and and he uh, he had great stamina throughout the game. But really what what saved us today was Luis Chavez the free kick going into halftime. If this game zero zero, there's no way we score two in the second half. That was a huge lifeline for for Mexico. And uh, obviously the referee helping in that second half with adding nine minutes plus another two minutes of stoppage time. So a total of 11 minutes. It was basically the referee said, until Mexico scores, we'll end the match. And that's exactly what happened. But Are you mad about that? I don't you know. Saying, I, I, know I'm, I'm, I'm trying to see this from a neutral lens. And if I'm Mundureño, I'm pissed, bro. I am pissed.
2: I mean, first of all, you should thank God that you're not on Guadalupe. Second of all, <laughs> bro, just out with it. like that's my thing. It's like two things. I wake up doing every morning. One, I wake up thanking God that I'm a man, and two, that I am not Salvadorian. Like that's that's how it starts. Guadalupe so, is just the next step down. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, look, I got a bone a pick with Habibi because, you know, he's praising Santi, Santi this, Santi that. What does Santi do today except put the ball not on the back of the net?
2: I mean, and, get an assist?
0: And here's another thing, too. You look at all these players that are in Europe. You look at Araujo. You look at Orbelin. And, and these fuckers, they, they were horrible out there. Horrible absolute trash it's like we're not sending our best
3: who scored the goals the guys that don't play in the league I make, my guy the russian scored the goal in the premier league I <laughs> the russian
0: yeah how's it going for him out there
3: i mean he's won i think a match mvp stuff like that but at the end of the day he scored a goal Everyone said he was going to fall off because he went to Russia. And if anything, this is the thing you criticize Mexico. This guy goes over to Russia. He wins a couple match MVPs. Everyone, well, it's a pussy league. It's a terrible league. And he comes back, and he's still starting, and he's still saving your ass. Like, if they got is so amazing to stay in your domestic league and perform at your league at the top level, but Romo should be running circles around him. And Romo is trash.
0: Romo is trash. Where's Marcel Ruiz? They used him for the promo today. Nowhere to be seen. I don't even think he got called up. That was another thing I had a bone to pick with, uh, with the national team uh, on today. Like, they tweeted that photo, and it was all Weddles. And I'm like, hey, wh- what's going on over here, dude? <laughs> Why would you guys pick all the Weddles to promote the game? Like, none of these dudes. Oh,
1: snap. Jaime, mean, I just. So the ref is Ivan Barton. He is indeed from El Salvador.
0: What? Oh, the referee? Yeah. Uh, we threw him some Bitcoin his way. Yeah. You know how it goes. It all makes you
1: sense. They hate each other, dude. They went to war with each other. These, these guys, uh, that should be like the, the, the main classical of Central America.
0: Honduras and El Salvador? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Well, look, guys. <clears throat> after this performance, are we still on the Lamborghini or are we? How, how does everyone feel uh, about it?
1: How, how can you? His tactics created like over 20 chances for Mets. So for me, as far as coaching, he, he did his job. Any, Any other Mexics night, players put it in. That's yeah.
3: Like every Mexico team at every home
1: hey, game. Hey, we're going we're on we're this opponents.
3: game. No. Dude, it doesn't no, matter.
1: No, you know, no. You know, it's Tata, Pio Jorge, like, Hugo no. Sanchez. Not like, that amount. Whenever Mexico's
3: not, the home team against Congo not... Cap opponent, they generate a lot of chances and score That's very true. few.
2: That's, That's not, not true, not always, Jimmy, bro. We've gotten our shit pushed no. in. Remember how it we has almost has not nothing to do with damage. Do you got know? no. into the World Cup? We got our shit pushed in, bro. Like, it's happened. Like Azteca no es una fortaleza y no ha sido una fortaleza por mucho tiempo. Exactly.
3: It hasn't been... Did they
1: not generate a lot
3: of chances? They did. No.
1: we, the Dude, the stats are there. Pull it out. You, you you, could no. pull up the the info, man. You're just going off of memory. And it's just started right now, but Max hasn't truly been dominant at a for a long time. And wait. They, wait. Most Nenta. often than not, they they suffered too,
2: and they're playing these night games. They... Somos un equipo de medio pelo, like that's what the Mexican <laughs> national team is. Like, and if you can't realize that, then you're a fucking idiot, right? Like, we hope and aspire to be something better that we're not.
4: And hey, we
0: pretend just, that we
2: are, but we are not. Just to give you now, just to give you perspective, is,
0: real quick. Let me just to give you guys perspective on our coaching situation. Scaloni is considering stepping down from the Argentinian national team because he can't sustain this level of success. Imagine having that problem. I we can't stop winning, and I don't know if I can handle that pressure. Hay niveles, hombres.
2: We brought in Jimmy. Ora, 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 ora. Let me finish. We brought in Jimmy to bring in new ideas, and I'm starting to feel and I'm realizing that that the four three three is outdated.
1: I don't I don't think they brought him to bring in new ideas. They brought him to they could have some sense of continuation from the last cycle. Because he did such a shit show of planning for for uh, being World Cup hosts.
2: Pero también they, el, ma, el mame de que era europeo, que venía con una mentalidad diferente, que iba a trabajar diferente, and all of this. It was very much so, okay, he's the that, lead with that, generational change and also a different...
1: That mentality. was the fluff. That was the that was the fluffing, though, man. It was... O sea, well, you, everyone
2: likes he, a good fluff,
1: he, so don't now, let me fucking he, do this. He got the third... giving me the old shit. Well, he was part of the the old, the previous. Uh, you know, he's part of the previous
0: management. Um.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, he coached the, the Olympic team. He got some success, uh, and then moving forward, they didn't have anything left because they sort of clean house, and so then they're like, "Well, how do we save face? <clears throat> that everything." Cause you know everything ended up seen as a disaster from the previous. Uh, I just think things went bad. I don't think it was like the payment to make it seem horrible. I don't think it was to that point. Um, but it's but like a
0: they- it's like a disease, Joel. It's like everybody from the previous cycle, pretty much ninety. You <laughs> know how they say like this kills ninety nine point yeah. nine percent of bacteria. Well, the one percent that still <laughs> w- remains yeah. after all this is Jimmy Lozano yeah there and, you go, and in some it's ways he's still years. the he's still the puppeteer like he's not really imposing his ideas and influence on the national team. you can kind of see that this is all being controlled from another another level at least that's my impression
1: yeah no to see that and then then you needed to have that continuation and that's where they bring him in and because he knew some of the players from the previous cycle so that that's kind of where we're at with him but they never really considered him, and they wasted a lot of time when they brought Kolan. They everything they did, um, you know. Even he didn't even get to pick the squad for Gold Cup, but you know he came through, and he managed to win the tournament. So here he is, man.
0: <laughs> I have uh, some some chat uh, some chats from the YouTube. Arriba la corrupción. Esto ya no es foot. <laughs> SOS <laughs> <Esto> es negocio. Casino. <laughs> and uh Disco Fever says Lozano out buy Al Biesla's poverty contract from Uruguay or bring back Juan Cam- Juan Cambios Osorio. And uh, uh
1: Osorio Osorio failed to win. He never won a second round match.
0: No, yeah, I mean hey.
1: Wait, I mean, am I confusing him with La Volpe?
0: Uh, I'm not sure, man.
1: The well, but the Soto's dude got humiliated in uh, Copa America. You want to bring him, and then we face Chile, and he has like a crisis and he breaks down. But but what's the whole Soto thing? Like, why do people think he's going to pick up where he left off? He hasn't really exactly done much, right? He's leaving Max. He's become a journeyman. He's, he's been like all over South America now.
0: I haven't kept up with Juan Cambios Osorio, but we do have Ricardo joining us. Ricardo, welcome, man. We've been awaiting your hot take today.
5: Thank you for having me on. How are you guys doing?
0: I mean, good. This is all your fault, Ricardo. Ever since America being the base of the national team, we've seen nothing but shit. So this is all your fault.
5: <laughs> oh. I was about to say you—you sh- you guys should be thanking America <laughs> for saving Mexico's ass once again, <laughs> because everyone else is recycling their garbage, and America is—is—is ch- is ch- is saving face for this crappy ass team. And, my, and look, I, I have a couple of takes uh, I wanted to share with you guys from oh, what yeah. I see. Because usually the... the... like a, a combination of chiva, hermanos, gatos, chembo, chembo's always have this argument. They're always... right before they drink their big cup of fluoride and they huff on the paint, right? They're always... <laughs> Mentioning how uh, uh, agendas and things like that, right? For instance, Santi, the deadliest catch, Jimenez, once again doesn't show up. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna leave it at that. When you, when someone gives you an opportunity in life or in or in sports, you take advantage of it. You just don't. People don't just give you shit like other pl- like uh, other people do. Mm-hmm. Wink, wink, Santi Jimenez. Malagón took the bull by the horn, and he showed up. He did. He knew it was his shot, and he took advantage of it. And that's how you make an argument to be a starter on the national team, not by crying, making up conspiracy theories, and being apologists like some people on this panel.
0: Hey, man. Look, Malagón, I'll give him credit. He stepped in for Ochoa. He did a great job today. Saved the penalty and um was probably the only one that was um excused from, from tonight's performance. Also Machine Alvarez. I, I mentioned on the last podcast we need a leader, we need someone to step into that Rafa Marquez captain role, that that Guardalo role, and, and he, he he listened to us. He he put that armband on today and he led the team to glory. And uh, you know, I hope he continues to mold into that that character. Unfortunately for him, he is a high liability with with his yellow cards. It's like guaranteed you're gonna get a yellow from him, so it's just one of those things that, um, you know, comes with with having a strong character.
5: And and a couple more takeaways, Jaime. It has to be said. The what's his name, uh, Chino Huerta, was had his uh he was had his uh. Ronaldinho on fentanyl moment today, as he usually does when he's playing in Liga MX. The guy just holds on to the ball and he, he makes it, he does like he doesn't know how to pass a damn ball. Very overrated and he almost cost Mexico the game. So in that yep. case, I I blame Chivas and Pumas for having him on the national. <laughs> Don't
0: blame us, man. Hey, I, we do not claim Chino Huerta. I know he came from our ranks. But we sent his ass to Mazatlán in Zacatepec, man.
5: Very, very overrated, and the main guy, Irving, bride of Chucky Lozano, because that's how he was playing. The guy takes a million shots, and and I remember, uh, if I don't know if it was you or it was Joel, I don't remember who said it that they're complaining about why they're comparing him to that Brazilian guy that that got sold to Manchester uh, Oh, United, Anthony. Right? Yeah, there you go. And this is just another example why things like that happen. Because this guy has a very, yes, he has the goals. Yes, he has the performances. But he has a very low IQ. He doesn't know how to, he has very low IQ shot selection, and he doesn't know where, when to pass the damn ball. The guy's very overrated, and that's why he's playing and uh from what uh, one of my guys, uh Alvaro Morales, he had an excellent uh he described the er, er ever er, whatever. It was, is there. Yeah. Yeah, that, that bowman's league, league that, Fisherman's that League. Yeah. He said it's Liga de Expansion con Derecho, the Champions League. And he's absolutely right. That's all it is.
0: Damn. And there's also rumors that Chucky is Going to be coming to the MLS, LA Galaxy. That is a rumor, and that is not a a bullshit rumor. That's coming from Fabrizio Romano. So, you know,
5: he'd fit in right in, man. He's 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 on bum mode
0: retirement. Look, we have to be honest with ourselves. We got Chucky's best best years. We we had him. Now he's on a decline, and. Yeah, we'll always have Germany. Anyway. There was teams there was there was times today who he frustrated the fuck out of me, dude. It's just like taking shots that were horrible or like continuing to cross the ball. It's like, dude, I want and that's that's across everybody. Like everybody like the Mexico style is so easy to defend cause all we do is push it towards the wings and then they cross it in the box. Recycle and repeat for 90 oh. minutes, dude.
1: Jaime, mean, I was thinking that exact same thing. It, it makes me miss um, Ramon Ramirez because he would, he would get to the wing and if he couldn't cross, he would cut inside, cut into the box. made him so dangerous. And I feel like you said, it was very repetitive. I can't remember the coach. It was like a foreign coach who had been in League MX. I don't know if it was Leo Binhacker. He was talking about the Mexican player were two um, – they were very obedient, obedient, and he was saying how every now and then you have to break the rules. So they had told, you know, whoever it is, the player get get to the, you know, get to the corner and send the cross. This guy does it three, four times and it's not working. At one point he has to just say to himself, fuck it, I'm gonna try something else. You know, and not worry what the coach is gonna uh, say to him or do to him. I feel that happens a lot because I I didn't see any player try try to do something you know try, try to give that extra.
5: It's pre- it's predictable offense. You see these guys trying to cross the ball, and they, it's like they they're either trying to outrun the defender, or they or once they outrun them, they're trying to pass the ball while they're off balance. I um uh, I think it was Borghetti on ESPN that said these guys need to watch uh Bonir Ruiz like he's bad when he's throwing that when he's crossing the ball he's not off balance he's looking up to see if there's actually someone in the box unlike Mexico they just cross the ball like idiots against big black guys and big defenders and Mexico <laughs> has small strikers and they always think like when's the last time you have seen a, a striker like. I will jump a big black guy.
0: Ma- Machine had one, uh, I believe it was a corner kick today, and he just missed it wide.
5: Horrible at heading the ball. Horrible. every. I, th- that's like a loss in Mexico, Like I can't think of the last one oh, that heads the ball good.
0: It used to be Raul Jimenez before he cracked his skull. Um, but, yeah, you, look, I saw full desperation mode when we had – Cesar Montes playing a striker, dude. I'm like, this is this is literally a Hail mary at this he, point.
1: He almost scored a golazo.
0: I know, dude. I'm he, like, he what is what is Montes doing up in the freaking nine position, bro? It was Jimmy was very close you know, from getting it can It almost today.
1: worked, bro. Bro, it almost worked, Jaime. You know, everyone would have been celebrating that. They called that move genius. Had it had it worked. It was close.
5: But what do you guys expect from a guy that failed that Carusa, at Necaxa, bombed at Querétaro, and he got this job because he probably has a family member with the federation? And, and Montes, typical overrated Mexican center back that he's just a, he's the laughing stock of La Liga because he's in the in the last place team, man.
0: Huh? We have El Rey Meister yeah. returning to the pod. Welcome Elisa. How'd you see it from your end today?
4: Hi guys. I mean, here to pay my due to who have seen everything. I mean, vamos a hasta la noche. Well, we are here. Uh I mean, I have to I have to be true, like the first half I was really good on it, like I really enjoyed. it. Second half was really frustrating. Like, uh I don't know who uh, playing, playing the tactic of second half, but it was really tough. Really tough to watch. Like, But uh, we have to pay due to uh, it's due, and then Honduras has done really sm- more stuff today, so uh, at some point, both teams deserved to lose today, but you That's cannot true. have both teams losing, so Merico, Mer- Mer- Merico is saved by by Malagon, that I criticized last time. And today, Malagon has done like an incredible job. Like, I have to give that to him. Like, today he was on, on spot. Like, he saved the day today. I mean, saved the night.
0: Yeah, you bring a good point. You know, and if you're an Honduras fan, you know, you should be mad at yourself because. They also didn't do anything. Like they didn't. I don't even think they had a shot on goal today. So you know, it's... they missed. They missed two. I two mean, only ones the one, one, right? Oh, they did miss a couple. They did miss a couple. Two. Like, they yeah.
1: did it, like, two or three in front of the box. Yeah, uh, but like, there two was with the striker.
4: <clears throat> yeah, there's one that Lozano like literally have to score, and then Maragón by a miracle put put it outside. Like.
0: Oh yeah, it went straight at him. Yeah, that was the one. Mm-hmm. That was early in the match. You know, to be fair, this this game was 120 minutes, so I kind of forgot those moments. But for the most part, though, like, especially in stoppage time and then overtime, like, Honduras didn't do any. They just parked the bus, hoping to get to penalties.
4: Like, I tweeted oh, no, it to us, I think, I think it was minutes 80 when I tweeted, I was like, Merico is almost there, and it, they just need to be, like, more calm, and then Honduras will score against themselves. And then that's what's happened, like. Uh, Starting the 80 minutes, Mark, like, Andoas was all waiting behind. And that's, you know, you know that with today's football, everything can happen when you do that.
2: All I want to say is thank you. Thank you. The rest of y'all pay fucking homage. All right. (laughs) I told y'all we were going to be here. I told y'all was going to happen. And here we are. Right. (laughs) I said it. Okay, wait, call it the fucking chicken little episode. Like, we're not there yet. Like, <laughs> let's hold on. So, we did it. We came home. We banged it out. Was it pretty? No. Did we do it? Yes. Now, let's see. I'm telling you, I the 4-3-3 is getting old. We have to do something different. And when, when he really started to push, that's what that team did better when he started playing with with both Santi and Quiñones up top, and Santi was able to kind of play a little bit looser and generate more shots that worked. One of the problems that we had, and they even said on the commentary, fucking Quiñones and Santi are both fucking screaming for the ball. They're like, yo, I'm here, I'm here, and they're not being fed. So what can you do when that's one of the problems?
5: Quiñones set him up for a couple goals, but what do man? This guy, he just doesn't know how to take advantage of situations like Malagón. That's that's why he's uh they call him the deadliest catch. Jimenez, like that fisherman show, because he plays for a fisherman league, and he doesn't. He's (laughs) he's the deadliest catch in Netherlands, but in Mexico, he's just he's he's just a goldfish in a bowl.
2: Quick question, who is they? Is it just you and the voices in your head or, like, actual real people?
0: <laughs> Are they I'm in the same room the, as you?
4: The, the sniffing, <laughs> camels. <chemicals>. That's who <cool. laughs> I mean, Santi today call I mean, he scored the penalty and gave the, the assist of 2-0. I mean, Santi has done his part today. You cannot criticize him. I, I was holding my breath because this
5: guy does has. He is a, he's a known penalty failure. He doesn't know how to take penalties. He must have been watching Cuauhtémoc well, Blanco highlights. Uh, he missed his
4: last four penalties before the one of tonight.
5: Oh, he, that's what I'm saying. The guy is not reliable. He's not a leader. That's why they call him the deadliest catch.
1: Wait, but if he missed four, and then he's, he, what, did he take the first one? I mean, you gotta give him some credit there, man. Take some nuts to step up and, and and still have that confidence that you're gonna do it,
4: especially being the first one.
1: Yeah.
5: But it's on dudes, man. You guys are giving him too much credit. <laughs> <laughs> give the credit. Uh, I mean, when, when Messi misses, wait, wait, when Messi on, misses hold a hold penalty on. against <laughs> Chile, Okay, okay, okay hold on.
2: too much Give
3: credit. the credit to hold Malagón.
5: America, you're know, the for you
3: guys. Malagón. <laughs> You were mamando to la Malagon, but now it's just What was Honduras. that? When you started the little rant, se la malagon of how amazing he did, but now of how he took Honduras.
5: advantage of the situation, right? But That's
3: now it's just don't do that though. Uh huh. Which one
5: is it, buddy? No, I, I said, thank America and Malagón for the oh. win. When did I say, Malagón, you're the, you're the heir apparent? It's I, just Honduras, I, my guy.
3: It's normal specific, for, for an American player. It's a normal
4: performance. It's just Honduras. Ricardo, Ricardo. it just like matter, right? Ricardo, it doesn't matter like that if it's Andras or no, like it was an important uh, penalty kick, like the first one <clears throat> of, of of the list in a game where you were close to be outside. Like just for a volunteer for being first or for being for being ready to be first is already that much because when Messi yeah. or Ronaldo misses mm-hmm. those those penalty, everyone is like, they missed those. He didn't. He scores. Well, I'm I'm not criticizing the penalty.
5: And I'm not. Over, I'm not gonna give him credit like you. Like I'm not gonna crown him the Holland's, uh, uh, like his uh, his competitor in Europe, like you guys like to do. I'm just saying, in the ninety minutes, like in the extra time and all the time he had, with all the hype he's getting, again
4: he's not showing up. I mean, you you you're really straight on that one because no one, no one, no one of the world eleven were actually appear on the. On, on the extra time. Like, no one, like, all of them were waiting for penalties. Like, you could see that they were all, like, Honduras was tired and frustrated about the goal, and Mexico was, like, tired, but because of every all the effort they did for the past 20 minutes. Like, no one has done anything during the extra time.
5: No, but the person that had the best game is Malagón, And that's why I'm saying you guys got to thank America as usual.
4: I mean, the goal. He, he did his job. If you go by that, he did his job. He was supposed to stop a penalty, stop a penalty. That's it. No, I, I, I love, I, I love oh that you just
5: said that. It's two his job, saves. right? Yeah, Everyone, it's his job. It's his job. But twenty minutes. When someone else K's does K's the same thing, it, it's extra. It's it's uh, the fucker gets a bonus because no, he no. did
4: extra. No, I mean, I'm not saying that Santi was uh, was extra. I'm just saying, fact, that he, he, he took the charge on the first PK and he gave, like, the assist on the second goal. He did his job. Like, I mean, he's not the one who scored, but uh, if he was not there for, for that assist, maybe the now we are talking about Mer- Merico having to play everything in March.
2: You know what Magallon's bonus is? Is the fact that now he gets to compete for the starting position. And it's like, oh shit, why don't we try him? You know, fucking, got all bones. You over know,
0: here. the second they clear Ochoa, he's coming back a starter, regardless of oh, what, bro. Regardless, of what, regardless of what, so easily. I, that I have hopes. Regardless of what my regardless of what my did today, we all know that Ochoa puts asses on the seats. He sells tickets. He's part of the marketing, and, and 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 he's going to go into the. I mean, if he stays healthy, he's going to be our starter in the next World Cup. It's inevitable. Definitely. Definitely.
1: Hey, did, did you guys see the list of the top ten goalkeepers with the most uh, clean sheets, clean sheets?
0: And for their national like team? Fifth? Yeah. Fifth. In the week. Yeah, I mean that's I what mean, happens when you've so been the goalkeeper for... for what twenty years. How long has Ochoa yeah, been? But, goal... he's,
1: but he's there, right? But he's there, dude. He, he, In he's terms pretty much on the lab.
5: What, what was that? The oh, clean, clean sheets for what?
0: It was uh, goalkeepers team with. Goalkeepers for their national teams with the most clean sheets. Uh, Casillas is number one with like over a hundred, and Ochoa was on that list. Uh, you said fifth, fifth, yeah. Why
1: second fifth? It's a trial before But me. look, you oh. can put a
0: traffic. You can put a scarecrow in the goalkeeping oh. position. <laughs> it's 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 a numbers game. It's a numbers game. He's been our goalkeeper for how long now? It feels like it's he's been our goalkeeper. Like he made his debut in two thousand six. You know, for America, right? So he, he's
1: been those guys. Those guys played just as much to get uh, game.
0: Uh, so basically, the if a kid, is
4: the if a kid was born in twenty and twenty six and and two two thousand you only know Ochoa is one number one.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you would have put like Talavera in that same like same opportunity as Ochoa. Talavera probably would have had the same amount of go- uh, clean sheets if not we more. Know, we
1: we can't say that Jaime. we
0: really can't. When you give a That's when you give a know. goalkeeper that kind of stability, he's going to obviously like give you that those kinds of numbers.
3: No, Talavera would have one less. The one he, he deb- would have had was the Brazil
5: one <laughs> in the World Cup. He, he yeah. debuted in 2004, Jaime.
0: Yeah, there you go. And for the national team probably like or oh six, right? Or oh five? I don't I don't remember when Ochoa started getting thrown into the mix, but you know he had a two, he had to watch like a couple of World Cups on the sidelines, right? Like he didn't get the nod in oh six, he didn't get the nod in two thousand ten, but uh, since twenty fourteen, he's been our starting goalkeeper for the World Cup, right? So it's a numbers game.
5: And an- another stat to throw out there: this is the first like uh, time Mexico has been in a shootout in Estadio in Azteca and has won it. Like out of all the years really? they've played there, like w- w- like in significant uh, like uh qualifiers.
0: I can't remember when's like when we when we've had the opportunity to When help. was
5: the last time? That this is yeah. the first time. They're saying on on the on the right after the game.
0: First time when uh, that, that we that we've had a penalty shootout in an Azteca in an official match.
4: Yeah, because the other one are like group World group stage games.
1: Oh, yeah, so, like, wait, no, next no. host in '86, they didn't play Resteca when they placed. No way, they lost.
0: No, Last they. Team. No, I mean, I, I when believe. When they it.
1: penalties,
0: they, they haven't really. When they go
1: penalties against. I
0: don't know Germany.
1: Say, Hugo doesn't shoot.
0: That was in uh, the United States, bro. That wasn't in in Mexico. No, it was before. It was they had. Hold
1: on, man. Let me. Ask. Uh, anyways, what
0: you about? interesting but fact. Wasn't a... I mean, because think about it. How many times has Mexico had an opportunity to host? Right? It's like they hosted two World Cups. Obviously, neither time they had penalty shootouts. Right. I think
1: eighty six, but let me double check.
0: They didn't go to penalties in '86.
1: No, but, but I don't think they played at a stick, I don't think they. Their they, last they game play, was in a, they,
0: was in Monterrey. In '86, I think, either '70 or '86. Their last game was like in Monterrey, which I thought was weird. Uh, got some more comments. Antes de hoy éramos una mierda. Ahora somos una mierda, pero con boleto a la Copa América.
1: Yeah, it went to penalties. It went to penalties. So, I was like, can you repeat it? Can you repeat it,
0: Jaime? I said, antes de hoy éramos una mierda. Ahora somos una mierda, pero con boleto a la Copa América. Oh, that's too
1: harsh, man.
4: I've been
1: talking about that. Wait, real quick, they they got to penalties In 86, they got to penalties against West Germany. Zero uh, zero in regular time, and they go to penalties. They lost four one. Yeah. But that match wasn't that. It wasn't that so, it no. You said it, it played yeah. out.
4: So it was the first time in the
0: Yep.
1: Yeah, and it's a one off for for a you know a one off game.
0: Yeah, I would say the closest we got to PKs in Mexico mm-hmm. in an official match was the Copa Oro against Brazil, but we scored a game winning goal. And
1: I, th- I think against the U.S. at the Confederaciones. Oh. In, in, I think it was, they went to OT. 99? Or
0: no, 90. Yeah. 99, yeah. I know, I think they did go to OT. Maybe, I could be wrong.
1: Listen, uh, there is a month. Uh, just
0: that. Another comment, don't. Ever let Chino Huerta take a penalty ever again. Goalie guessed right all three times. <laughs> you would think after the all right, so like I all right, I'm I'm not a fan of the stutter step. I hate the stutter step because you lose momentum. And I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to see if the goalkeeper will bite, right? And that you know, but he 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 missed that one. Got lucky that the goalkeeper was off his line twice. The third time, though, you gotta you gotta shake it out, dude. You gotta change your style because he's figured you I out. Mean,
4: the most amazing part of that one is that uh, the and goalkeeper should have been sent out,
0: and the, the
4: the referee has never connected that.
0: I don't think you can give a like, even if you give him a red card, like he still has to finish, right? No, no, no,
4: no. The rule is like if if he's red card, you doing the. The the PK someone else in the team has to go no and do that. No
0: way! But he yeah. had a, so he had a yellow. Then he got another yellow, right?
4: Yeah. Then no, normally they should have sent Ellis to do the to do the goalkeeper.
0: Yeah, I don't know what the rule is there. That's no, that's I don't interesting. Think that's,
4: I think yellow counts. It's, no, it counts. Yellow plus yellow. It no,
3: counts. no, but at that moment it's the it regular over. time, and the extra time has already ended. Uh huh. so the pk is a separate whole thing
0: oh but a straight red maybe
3: i don't know about a straight red but no i think the yellow just like carries over to the next game
4: and there is nothing you can do during a pk session to have a straight
3: red either yeah because i mean it's pretty much the wrap of time but uh going back to that comment the mierda with the boleto copa
0: america uh-huh
3: bro i agree 100 percent. because if you ask me how Mexico has improved from their game versus Saudi Arabia in the World Cup to this game versus Honduras, they haven't. The only difference is against Saudi Arabia that they didn't have extra time penalties, but it was the same thing. It was the same
0: thing. It was. It gave me flashbacks of Hugo Sanchez coaching uh, Mexico for and trying to get a spot in the Olympics against Haiti. It was that same same energy, dude. I
5: disagree. We Mexico has improved.
0: Oh yeah? In what way?
5: They've added Chiquito Sanchez and they unadded Alexis Vega. That's
0: how <laughs> <laughs> But the results <laughs> are the same though.
3: Yeah, results are the same and Chiquito missed a good
5: amount of clear chances during this
0: game.
3: Uh, it, it, it was rain
5: it was raining real nasty in Mexico too. So you guys gotta keep that in account, man. It's not easy to be to be playing in the rain. And you know
0: what what pisses me off is they did not use the factors to their advantage. Like you mentioned, uh, Ricardo, these guys have no IQ. When the ball is wet, when it's raining like that, you want to do everything in your power to shoot that ball low and hard. And that goalkeeper is not going to have a really bad time. And they didn't do any of that.
4: Talking about being in the Copa America, now it's the opportunity to uh, erase that 7-0. Because the last game of Merico in Copa America ended up with that 7-0 against Chile.
0: Ah, thanks for reminding us.
1: Well, I don't think it's getting erased, man. I I guess they would have to beat Chile, face Chile in Copa America.
4: Joel, if it's the the Chile I've seen tonight and I've seen on on Friday, Merico, Merico, being all Merico, that they've been in those two series, should win. Like, Mm. Chile is really, really poor. Like, there is... There is, they are really like miserable. I've seen the, I've seen the game today, and my goodness, they didn't score. Uh, Ecuador didn't score much because Ecuador stopped at some points to go attacking because the coach fear to 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 end up the game with a draw. But like Chile is nothing, like nothing. Ouch, that's
1: harsh. Well, I
4: mean, Mexico's not he, so great. He's really falling
1: really low. Thirty-eight shots, so. goals. They're just off,
0: man. Come on. You Angel make... Menas, Corfeco. Shout you, out to Liga you Mekis.
1: Can, you guys want, want to see what Mexico being shit is? Go and rewatch all the games under Ojitos Mesa. Then then you could come and compare and
0: complain. You don't even have to go that far back. Our whole this, 2013 this, uh, our World Cup qualification run for 2014 was a disaster, dude.
1: No, not all of it. Just the hex and the results weren't really that bad. Mexico did get shafted by poor refereeing there,
0: uh, uh, and you
1: can look in the you. You see the match against the U.S. Two penalty kicks not called, and that was at home. Uh, so it was, it was the team wasn't that bad. Uh, they were lacking at the attack, <clears throat> but if you see what was happening, like if we look what was happening leading up to the because. Before Hex, they were breaking a lot of the records. Uh, they even did more points than Osorio in in the, the round before Hex. And they get to the Hex, but by the time they get to the Hex, a couple of players had fallen off the radar. Some some due to injury and whatnot. And, and I don't think the, the coach knew how to replace them properly. And some of them were just playing really horrible, like um, like Andres Guardado. He was just playing like trash. There was a couple players that got there. Chicharito. I mean, and, and I think people forget. Like the even the fans were calling for, you know, once Piojo took over the team to to leave out the the European Euros. players. Yep. They were they were going. Yeah. I got to that point, but um, but that team that team was pretty. It wasn't that bad. I, it still confuses me how they they get to uh, what, what was it Confederaciones right in Brazil. And they're playing Brazil and Italy, and people are complaining. And I was like, "How? What? Fucking world is this, man? Where? How are you? Expe-? They didn't even get watched, dude. I think Italy they lose to a golazo from Pirlo, and then Brazil was fucking hosts.
0: Yeah.
1: And it's not like exactly they fucking. And then we played max. Germany, right? We and played we, Germany. They, no, no, but not in that, not in that confederations. So I was like just the group stage. I think the uh, Great Japan or someone else was the third, but Mexico wasn't bad. me. It just made, they made that team look so horrible that it was like, people bought into it. They bought, and it was trash. Um, yeah. That, but that one, that that mix from Mojitos, oh, that one was hard to see, dude. They, they had no idea. They couldn't generate shit. It, it was just bad, dude. <laughs> I remember okay, so it goes back
3: to the same point though. How has Mexico improved dramatically <clears throat> since?
1: Well, they just started. I mean, why are you expecting all this improvement almost overnight?
3: Overnight. This guy had I'm to talking take... about from Mojitos Mesa till now.
4: I mean, there is something there's something that we have to take in consideration. Uh Jimmy has not done even a year yet. Like, yeah. And, and G- Jimmy has, has taken the team to play uh, Copa America with uh, Can- uh, Canadi- uh, Canadian teams, too, and uh, USA teams, too. So, made it to final, won it, and then now he's in Copa America. Something is something. Now, if you ask me about the game and the style, um, uh, I cannot say anything, like, because one day they-, they look like they're the best in the world, and another day they look like they forgot about the football, like. I can't see how they progress, but results are there, so let's let's give let's give it time let's give it time
1: yeah, no from from just to answer your question real quick, like the improvement, I don't think there's been much. it's going to be hard because you're asking Max to break into like that top ten, you know, and they've been at fifteen, but even to stay at that top fifteen for the past thirty years is very impressive. Very few teams can do that. You no. could see Costa Rica. You could see Costa Rica with the great World Cup they had 2014, and then they just disappear. And then they can't do that. Uh, even Chile, when they had like two, you could say maybe two pretty good cycles, but Mex were able to stay in there, and I'll say they're still at that level. And it's been like over 30 years now. It's it's not easy for them to to break into where all these teams are like Spain, Italy, France. Yeah, well, that's that's, that's some dude, we're, we're still because no, I'm just giving that an example of how difficult it is to 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 maintain that consistency. And I'm picking those two teams because they're teams I'll say of similar level that you can say surpass Mex at least in a World Cup performance, but but then they can't come back and and you know they can't stay there. They can't stay as a top 15. They'll drop
3: pretty low. Man, I'll stick to my original point that haven't seen any major improvement from Saudi Arabia game till now. And that vi- video that went viral about that Argentino. Man, I, I, I hate giving Argentinos, you know, the right. Like, yeah, you're right. But when he says, <coughs> I don't know how a country with the population of Mexico that is obsessed with the game, how Mexicans are, and, you know, and he has, this, and this is me adding it on, has, like, the structure of a strong domestic league, you know, financially, they're, like, well off. I don't know how they're so bad. And what I mean by so bad is that you can't consistently produce decent players. I'm not talking about no, like, messy World hazard. Class. Yeah. I'm not talking world-class. I'm talking about, like, even as much as you guys reliable hate, uh, hate on the European leagues, can't even produce guys that would consistently play, like, middle-of-the-table teams in the top five leagues. Like, consistently. Like, for example, like, Gonzalo Higuaín, you know, everyone calls him trash, calls him booty. Like, outside of Hugo Sanchez, um, Rafa Marquez, Chicharito, you know, add, and then you start adding the other ones, like, uh, Borghetti, Vela, and all that. Iguain, if he was Mexican bro, he would be like one of our legends. But for other people, he's like booty.
4: You don't even I don't think that you don't even have to go to Iguain. Like just look at Nunez, Nunez in in Uruguay. Like yes, Nunez is, is not Nunez, like how do we
3: Nunez was Mexican? We be yeah. going crazy. Oh my god, he plays for Liverpool, you know, look how he scores, he's a great Benfica, like <gasps> he's so obsessed with the game, have this crazy population. And it's our number one sport, and we're playing Honduras, and our strikers are an Argentino and a Colombian finishing the game. <laughs> 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 well, like, well, you usually like, you you think Colombia is mad at us that we got Quinones when they just beat Brazil at home, and then today they beat Paraguay as the away team, and when they see that we're struggling against Honduras. And they're
4: still, in, they're, they're still undefeated for the qualifiers. The only one in Colmebol being being undefeated. Like Quinones isn't
3: even good enough to play for that Colombia team, and we're over here like, yeah, we beat them. Like we beat them for them. They gave them to us. <laughs> Who said that?
1: You're spreading. No, I never air. heard anyone. Who said that? I never that? heard anyone <laughs> <laughs>
5: I'm,
0: No, I'm I mean, not sure. you you mean anyone
5: you say you're okay.
0: The truth police coming out. Let's hear I it, mean, Ricardo. Wait,
5: wait. <laughs> since 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 Ravioli brought it up. Eight, whose fault is it, in your opinion? Then I have, I yep. have two
4: names, Chivas and Pumas. Go ahead. I mean, I mean, this is from from a non, uh, MHS affiliated person. Like I watch, I watch the games because I want to see football sometimes, uh, personally. And this, the thing, like I, I listened to that start when I was coming to the game, like after. Qatar, they said that they will change the things. You know how much uh, international player? I mean, by international, I mean non-Mexican player. The 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 seven. Before that, it was eight. Like you don't change nothing. So even if you produce players, and but, but because you got money, and then uh, you got more than anyone else in America. Players with, uh, from different country, like will come and play and if they're good like for example Vinias, like i'm not sure that Vinas is that amazing but Vinias take a mexican playoff spot in in the team where just to give an example
0: yeah
4: oh Vinias
5: would be starting for chivas if chivas didn't have its quotation mexican only thing definitely and that's a fact definitely
0: so this is all Chios's fault ricardo is what you're saying
5: <laughs> not, not all of it but since you're branded that way and you come off that way it has to be a, a chunk of of the fault has to rely no, on i you hey
0: i i think we definitely deserve a lot of criticism right we're we're the only club in the world that plays with mexicans religiously like that's part of our culture and we haven't produced uh, a decent player since Chicharito. Like, it's. This is bad.
4: You haven't produced or you have not given the chance because you have produced some players.
0: Uh, I don't know. Like, none of them really come to mind. Sancido,
1: Sancido was good. Sancido, Sancido
0: and
1: Massa were were good players that. Were no, in- I'm talking about
0: after Chicharito. After Chicharito, oh, okay. like we really but haven't had anyone. Yeah. Not even close. You know, be, it, was,
1: so, it be, was supposed
0: to be fierro. not even ours. Alvarado is a product of of uh, what Cruz Azul, so we can't even claim him. Ah, ya sabes, papá. Yeah, well, <laughs> the man
2: they, they to can't to claim him either. Right He's from Sevilla. He's not from
0: Cruz Azul. Oh, oh. We are, uh,
3: we need to focus on a different sport or something. I think our focus on teams, a different sport. I think our baseball team's is going to win the world title before the soccer team does anything significant.
0: Yeah, but, we need um, Aros Arena to join the national team.
5: Uh, he's the best player, <laughs> and he makes everyone, the rest of the Mexican players look average when you see him play.
0: Yeah, we just need to start mixing with uh Brazilians and Argentinians and start having uh mixed babies.
1: What's this you and... Oh and
0: what's
1: that
0: guy's name? Okay. Okay. That or whatever. <laughs> Yo, you know
1: Geo. looking you want more geos.
0: Looking at um qualifiers in Comebol, man, you have Argentina in first place, Uruguay, Colombia, Venezuela, Ecuador, and then Brazil. What is happening? We might have a no, chance but, next year.
3: But this is the thing. I don't even <laughs> think that's such a bad thing. Because, like, if you look at, like, Brazil's roster, uh, you have you guys like Emerson, Gabriel Jesus, um, you know, Rodrigo, Rodrigo, whatever. If you look at, it, like, their team, they have a lot of guys that are, like, 25 and under. That is one of the consequences of doing the generational change. You're going to be I working
4: mean, out some kinks. I mean... And- I mean for for watching a lot of carnival, Brazil is going to, like a really tough time like in federation wise where they're trying to restructure to to change the structure of everything plus but uh, Brazil is doing something that is amazing since the World Cup they don't have a coach like uno para ser pasantia like the the coach of uh, of Fluminense of but basically he got the job because when they see who to put like Flamengo did have a coach. Uh, Palmeiras' coach didn't want to go. Uh, so, but, like, no one in that team is listening for him. Like, you could have seen it, like, today, and you could have seen it against Uruguay. None of the European kids who are coming to play for Brazil is listening to him. None. Hmm.
3: Yeah, but the other thing is that they're doing what Mexico is afraid to do with... Just bringing on a bunch of, and they're not even that young. These are guys that are like you 20 to twenty-five, perfect. younger guys, and Mexico's so afraid to put younger guys out there. You know, like Marcelo Ruiz, things like that. Afraid that they're going to screw up and get eliminated against Honduras. That they keep leaving all these other old heads in there. They're kind of giving Dude, them that. Look at our playing. youth
0: teams. Look at how our youth teams did today. <laughs> how, oh yes. How oh, did five our
4: five zero against Mali? Yeah. Five zero against Mali, guys. I'm from Africa. Mali is the first generation that you can say they got a sub-17 team. Like, they didn't have any before that. So, having 5-0 against Mali, my goodness.
0: Yeah, and then... Amistoso
4: Su-23 contra Inglaterra, 6-1. Yep. My goodness. Well,
5: that's not that surprising at the England one
0: time. Still, though, man, like, it's shit from, from end to end, bro. And
5: Howell hey, hey, is always praising Mexico Actually, about its youth system and its structure. What was Joel?
1: Well, yeah. i to you come you You're about say... to lose, lose games. A, at the end of the... It doesn't matter, but at the end of the yep. night they're, they're, they're still competing in the tournaments. They're still getting results. I mean, you can't... They're not always going to
4: Joel, clave. At some point you need to yeah. go from just competing to want to win. That's the difference. You need to go no, from just competing to want to win.
1: I, I agree. I, I agree, but like at the under-17 level, it's it's one where they have already two. They have uh, two championships and like one or two other where they make the final. So, I mean, you're not, especially at the youth level, it's it's you know it's not always it, you're not always gonna have that, that good group so it's it's difficult but for the most part consistently they I'll say they're still doing good you know um, and with the other team I don't know what's going on there like as far as like what who they put in charge to take over the team or or if this is like the group just beginning to compete. But overall, like for youth teams from from uh, under twenty three to under fifteen, Mexico's pretty good, man. They, they Olympic gold, bronze. Uh, I think under twenty is the only one where it's missing. But the the tournaments are there, man. Just they get their shit pushed in here. That doesn't mean that that's going to.
4: Hit. No, I... I mean, Joel, it just correct seems, me if I'm yes. wrong, but Mexico is not going to to have any medal in football in the, the Olympics next year, We're
0: not? Nope.
4: So that's. I don't think that
0: is that good, though. Wait, they're not gonna what? They're not uh, They didn't qualify for the Olympics.
1: No, I know, I know they didn't. But I'm just saying, overall, if if you see Mex overall record, it's still good, you know. I'm I'm saying that it's not complete shit. Where you have to say, "Oh, they don't know what they're doing." No. turn it to the ground and I would say that, just
0: as of, uh, as of as re- of yeah, I would say as of right now, dude. It's it's yeah. not good.
1: Yeah, but it's and it's always a different. There's different things going on a lot of times. Sometimes you have a good generation of players and and you're gonna have a good squad. Other times you're just not gonna have that many good players, and and that's a lot. was what's happening where I felt like where Mexico shot themselves in the foot when, you know, they were having all this progress going. And then at the league, because that's ultimately where all the talent is coming from, from the league, And they're like, okay, well, let's just go up to 11 foreigners. And like overnight, they cut in half the amount of Mexican talent. And that's part of it. That I must say that's part of what where, where we're seeing, like where there's not that many players to choose from. And it just came from the league where the league owners decided to go go with foreigners that they thought it was a great idea. That it was like, this is the way to compete with like Champions League or whatever.
4: I mean, there is one Didn't thing, you? there is one thing that Mexico can learn from France. France after 2010 went to like a rough time, and they all decided that for a moment all teams need to at least have seven players to be. Playing not just to be like written down on on, on, on the sheets for yeah. the game, but to be playing consistently from week to week, and that's how all the youngest, the younger player of different generation, start to play and have time. Till we make it to the generation of Mbappe, Kamavinga, and Zaire Emery. Like at some point, you need to 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 say that to take the risk of like now we yeah. need to do something relevant for those young ones to have time to play because. The truth is, like, you are paying all those big contracts to players who are foreigners, and then your own grown talent, since they cannot go play for the first team, they're still playing with uh, under 23, while they're they're in the age where they should try something. Like, LRM plus Luis Chavez. Luis Chavez has started at 26. It's too late for a player to debut with national team at 26.
0: In Mexico, he's still considered a young, promising <laughs> prospect.
4: Yeah. He's yeah. a papay, yeah. man.
1: Well, this is the thing with Mex, where, where the, the money comes from player transfers. And, and so the whole business is with like South America. They could buy a player for like half a million. They bring him to the league. And then they can sell him for like $3 million. And a lot of that is, is money laundering. So that's basically what it comes down to. And it's it's just, they really can't get rid of that at this point, but that's kind of why they did the whole second division restructured, where it's like, um, um I think it's going to be mainly, uh God, help me here, Jaime. With the second division, I think it's going to be mainly uh, national players. I think a limit of like three foreigners.
0: Um, yeah, I think that was, like, the goal.
1: But, but, yeah, they restructured the second division so that they would ultimately have more. more and I, I do think that that's going to help, especially if the teams take advantage and fill them with, with a lot of the young players and then some of the better young players will ultimately can can make the jump to the first teams, uh, the, at least the better ones. 'Cause it's it's better level of competition because what they had tried before that was like, okay, let's let's make an under twenty and under seventeen league. But those were very weak. Uh the level of competition was very weak. And so players, even players that did well uh in those in those tournaments, once they brought him up, they they wouldn't, they just couldn't hack it.
0: So I'm looking at the structure here. Do we know who we're gonna face in the semifinal? Because final I think
4: I think you are going with Panama. I think Mexico goes with Panama and Estados Unidos with Jamaica.
0: Oh,
5: okay, okay. You know who's gonna ball out there, right? Oh, there's more games. <laughs> <clears throat> who? Hey who would uh who would uh, Mexico played in the repechaje if they would have lost?
1: I heard
0: that was done another or, two, I think, For TNT. Was it Trinidad? It was uh, Trinidad. Costa Rica or Trinidad
4: Tobago. Yep, one of those two. Yeah,
0: because <clears throat> on Google it says semifinal Panama, Jamaica, and USA, Mexico. But I doubt they're gonna let that I happen. I doubt that. I doubt yeah. that that's happened. But I was <laughs> I was listening in the broadcast that because this match officially on you know. Ended in a draw it like changed like the rankings of the i don't know it was i have no idea how they're how they're structuring this but uh you know either we have panama that's fine um we do have confirmed the uh venue for the semi-final and the final of copa america so semi-final will be in la and then the final will be in miami
5: what a coincidence?
0: Yeah, Ooh. Miami is getting
4: everything, guys. Huh? What? Uh, Miami is getting everything. Who's
0: that? Yeah. Uh, who's that player that, that plays in Miami? Uh, I forget. FIFA. I think, didn't they trade him? No, I'm talking about Messi. Know. I'm talking about Messi.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you you want to know the more, the, the funniest part? Is it's like in 2016, in 2016. In 2016, Miami has had zero. Game. Zero.
5: I, I don't think all those people are gonna be there once he leaves. No, nice. well, he
1: doesn't have to leave. He could stay on board as like uh you know, probably even coach.
5: So so he'll be like the mascot, they'll take him out like out of the offices and stuff? He's We're not gonna to be, be a mascot. Come on, dude. Guys
1: come on, dude.
4: Guys, he's not supposed to leave. In his contract, he's supposed to to do like Beckham. Like at some point, when you retire, you have like time to go and have time for himself, and then choose for which franchise he want to sign for. And yeah, like be, be be the 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 first like president to to choose which franchise you want to go. So Must basically, nice. if you retire if you retire today, he can choose to uh take. What's the next expansion team coming?
0: Like, uh, uh, I don't know, actually.
4: I know that San Jose or something like that. Sacramento.
0: They dropped out. San Jose has one already. Oh, San Diego. Sacramento. San
4: Diego, there we go. So basically, like to, to to make it clear, basically, if you retire today, uh, you can choose to be part of uh San, San Diego's ball.
0: <sighs> San Diego, that'd be crazy if Messi was to take that. But um, yeah, obviously they're catering this Copa America to Messi, and it being in the states, um, you know it shall be interesting. But yeah, man, dude, this this game really wiped me. It was a lot. I didn't expect it to go that long, hundred and twenty minutes plus penalties, dude. I've yeah, I mean
4: everything in this game was 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 like difficult to to predict. Like from the first, like I I really like I generally think that Mirko would have been more cautious in the first half, and they didn't do that. And then I was expecting more in the second half, and then they did uh, uh, all the contract. Plus, you got all all the incredible endings, like. Uh, I read. I think it's Andres Cantor who tweeted. So basically, Merico and Andoas has played three uh, extra time between the eleven minutes, Damn. the the two the the, the the two fifteen. So basically, they played three extra time. Like crazy.
0: Yeah, and they played a first leg, right? So you got ninety minutes plus another <laughs> ninety plus another. Yeah, it's. It's been a long series with Honduras. I'm sure they're over it. We're over it. Now it's, uh, I think the only thing scheduled f- for the remainder of the year is a friendly in LA uh, against Colombia on December 16th. That will be at the You're moment. are going to
4: have Colombia because in December is not a FIFA date.
0: Oh, it's not a, an official break? Yep. Yeah. So it's going to be uh, B-List versus B-List. It's fine. More time. What was that, Ricardo?
5: Mole time. Mole
0: time. Molero tour. It's still a good match. Yeah, it's still a good match. Should be a good vibes over there at the Memorial Coliseum.
5: You uh, guys remember what know. happened last time? They played uh, Colombia, right? <laughs> what were they playing? In San Francisco? In Levi's? Was it? Mexico was up 2-0 and then they oh, they end up 2-2. Oh,
0: they lost that 3-2. game. They lost that game. 3-2. Yeah, yeah, I was there. Yeah, it was not it was not a happy time for uh um uh, Tata Martino in the press conference.
4: That was is like that was is end start. Like I remember one of his declaration was like the team was doing fine and then we just have like something wrong. And I was like, "Oh my goodness, which game? Which game is he commenting about?" Like, <laughs> like I I remember I was reading his comments, and I was like, "I watched this in TV and had a different sensations.
0: All I know is those forty-five minutes in the first half are probably the best I've seen Mexico under Tata, and that was it. That was all we got. <laughs> yeah, it was it was pretty bad. Folks, we got Liga Mekis returning with. The play in San Luis vs. Oh, León and Santos Mazatlán. Both of these games are on Thursday. So, returning back to... What? Thursday the, already? Yeah, on Thanksgiving. So, no, nos vamos a dormir, nos despertamos
4: y, y después do, nos dormimos y, y juegan.
0: Yeah, man. <laughs> Absolutely.
4: Mexico
1: still playing. <laughs> My goodness.
0: Yeah. <laughs> No time to chill. No time for anything. Those two matches will take place on Thursday. And I believe the loser of San Luis León will wait for the winner of Santos Mazatlán. And they'll still have another chance at getting into Ligia on Saturday. And then quarterfinals. So this momentum... I know I, I, I was talking to Ricardo, like, dude, you guys came up on top, first place. Now you got to wait, th- you know, two, three. How long have we we've have we had a break from Liga MX? I feel like it's been so long. America going into that quarterfinal might be at a disadvantage.
5: Hey, man, heavy lies the, the crown on the head, man. I mean, they had to do this to give everyone else to make it an even playing field. If not, America would just run
4: away with it. <laughs> I mean, Ricardo, Ricardo, this can be like uh, puede ser un, una ama de, de, de doble Like you probably you probably have to spend like four weeks out. Like no sé cómo cómo los jugadores van a aguantar tanto. Like while everyone else is still playing and trying to find some form, like four weeks out in a competition is a long time for just training. It's a long time. Yeah, it is. But now that you mentioned that, I, w- I want to
5: call out. Joel and Ravioli for oh. complaining for when was it last week? They're complaining about the Liga MX format. Oh, yeah, yeah. Would,
1: would I, you mean, get to
5: call it? I mean, I mean, if
4: this same format keeps your team relevant, man. <laughs> I mean, Ra- 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 nothing against you, pero esto de but I'm like, Ugh. I'm it's not, not, I'm, not a really I'm not great format. Yes. Wait, I
1: wasn't saying that. I wasn't saying to copy MLS. I was saying, like, my preferred method would be you could keep the two short season, but but the regular season would just be points. No like you, like, to, you
4: mean like in Uruguay? Like, in Uruguay, they do, like, Clausura and Apertura, and then they do, yes. like, a super final at the end.
1: Yeah, I would just do it, like, at the end of the season, whoever has the most points, you're the champion. And then you would take the top eight, and they could have the cup that the uh, you could call the Mexico Cup, and you could I mean, have the Liga format, and then have I mean, the cup tournament. Like,
4: I'm on board with you on that, but like the thing is that like, if you have ascensos see descensos, it's even better. Like, like this weekend, I'm getting ready to see the best ascenso see descenso ever in my life because I'm going to see Argentin- Argentina and Primera Liga. Like they have like six teams. For one spot, like- I know
1: I, I I would like that too, but you just can't do it in Max. They ran into so many problems because a lot of promoters, and then even through like uh, again the money laundering of cartels, where where the they were just pretty much owning the smaller teams, and and that was becoming and and at one point even throughout nineties and early two thousands. It's interesting how many teams were being used for money laundering, like Monterrey, Atlas, Querétaro. It's it's just so many, it was so out of hand. And that's one of, the, but they're not gonna talk about this outright and say, oh, we did all these changes because of this, you know? So they, they really can't, but a lot of this stuff I'm telling you is well documented of with Querétaro when they got relegated. And that was one of the reasons um Querétaro had been relegated and then Monterrey the, you could look into like the former owner of Monterrey Jorge Lancambeo, the president of uh he was of a bank and he got caught laundering for a Juarez cartel and then you know the thing got sold. So that's that's why a big reason they really can't have these smaller teams competing. Um because a lot of them and even the ones that did go up, a lot of them weren't able to, to maintain. They just couldn't get money. Because that was the uh, I mean, that was the third reason where there's, like, they haven't been able to find investors in Mexico. So I if mean, you had Lobos, Lobos go up, they couldn't even get a T-League contract. You <laughs> had to sell the franchise.
4: That's where the league comes in, right? Uh, I remember like por ahí de los 2007 en España uh, Girona or Osasuna had the same problem and the league said that's no, they're the first team player so they need to have a contract like everyone and then they start like yeah. changing how to have like money and in, in the league pero like the other thing is like después tienes un torneo que en cinco años tienes los mismos equipos y cada torneo va de mal a peor like Mazatlán in the last 5 years I'm pretty much sure that they have the same amount of game loss than of game win, and every time you watch them, it's horrible. Because you already know that nothing will happen. Same stuff with Juarez. Like, it's horrible. But at least like, with going up and down, then you have people, like, hoping that something can happen.
5: But but you're right. The only, but the only way that point uh, structure works... Is if they have relegation, but these guys were complaining about the format how it is now. But Jaime uh, shared on the chat, yep, uh, like the years of how of the since the league started. Yeah. Wasn't it only once that Chivas came in on top?
0: Uh, Dang. we're not on that graphic, dog. <laughs> uh,
5: on the, oh no, you guys had to leave it at the once.
0: No, man. No, Are you sure?
5: I, I'm pretty sure you did. 2011.
1: This guy was calling me. Wheeler.
5: You Ricardo, I just
3: don't understand the point you're trying to make. <laughs> no, I'm saying. Oh, well, let me explain If I want Liguilla to give <clears> you <throat> top four teams,
0: no, that's not And they face each other. You're just switching it up. And if Chivas,
3: it up. if Chivas doesn't finish in the top four. And because according to you, they're only relevant because of the repechage.
5: I'm talking about the point system. You're taking yeah. it to somewhere I, else, guy. I, I just
0: put it You're in the – I just put it in there. So the, the graphic is, is up Um, if you guys see it there. It was uh, – somebody put – you know, they they uh, accumulated, like, all the points throughout the years and said if we were on a long-season format, these would have been the champions of, of the Liga Mequis. And on that list, it's oh, like – Oh,
1: Long-season.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying, since the Liga, yeah. Okay, so, see, like, Cruz Azul is I on see. there, America's what? on there, Chivas is not on there, dude.
5: Yeah. Oh, I, I, well,
0: yeah, I, I
1: see Ricardo's confusion. So, Chivas has finished, but, but in they only finished, like, a half a turning. So, yeah. if you were to add the two points of the of the long season, then at that, they wouldn't, they wouldn't be in first.
0: So, no one benefits more from the short season format than, El, you know, Chivas is is basically uh, Ricardos argument
5: pretty much and and you have guys like Ravioli and Hoa complaining about the, this wonderful <laughs> so league that he got Mexico. what's your argument you if guys I are complaining to, about something if, that if benefits I want you a it benefits that you benefit my team. If, it if it didn't, didn't exist, exist to you. It wouldn't, no, I'm talking about the league I'm not talking about the team if the if the structure didn't exist you guys would still be uh, going through the archives and some, li- some old library in Guadalajara up. reading up on the, on the Tyrannosaurus years with the titles, man. <laughs> <laughs> and, that, and that's a fact. <laughs> but why does that matter to you? Because you're complaining about something that benefits you. And what's your point? You're, <clears> throat> throat> you're acting like uh, a I baby. I don't care
3: you're acting... about the team. I care about the overall
5: benefit. I'm that talking you're about the league. The league. You're, you're making it about Chivas. I'm saying the I'm league not making is about forever. Chivas. Actually, you're no, making it about Chivas. I think Chivas. It, would make, it
3: would make the league No, I'm making it about better. you guys. To it would make about the league more competitive. <laughs> if it
5: makes the league more competitive. He just, just wants Chivas to win. win. That's okay, Richie. Wow. Um, no, no, you guys <laughs> are crying about something that benefits you. <laughs> I would. When you win it's the gloriosa Liga MX. I'm Mexican look hear me roar. That's how it goes. Gotta call you guys out on that.
0: I would argue the case that more leagues need to adopt our format than exactly. we need we need to adopt theirs. <laughs> Switch things up in La Liga. Switch things up in EPL. Let's 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 do this. Uh, raise I can't. results. Oh, I don't
3: are. think I don't think it's be beneficial
0: for them. Well, uh, you cut off there in the beginning.
3: No, I'm just saying their league success, the way they have it set up, is also translating to national team success. Is so it so why are they gonna mess with it? How so? How so? Have yeah. you not seen the results that Spain acquired, you know, within the last uh, ten are, years. Are
5: you, but are you attributing the league structure to that? Yes, the league structure. But it's to it's that. always how? been that it's way, always, though. It's always Real Madrid and Barcelona winning it. Well, how's that benefit? Is the Spanish team the one that did win the the World Cup was made of a once in two lifetimes players that made up that team. So, how you're using that one example? But they have stayed relevant. Have Re- stayed, that's,
3: that's debatable. They have, I mean. No, they have stayed relevant. They have stayed competing. If it works for them, it works for them. But, but uh, Liga and of- doesn't work. First of all, I don't think the league, uh, the league should be there to work for the national team. I don't think it should. But the current format, if that's something you wanted to get out of it, it doesn't work for Liga and because your current format, what it gives you, it gives you bringing in experienced vets, whether they're foreigners. Uh, or I heard this propaganda Europe.
5: before, man. This is fake news. I'm calling it out. See, if Brazil had this format, they'd be fine. If Argentina had this format, if all those big teams had this format, they'd be fine. Mexico's problem and that it has had, the Mexico's problem is that its teams don't produce good to elite players. And that's where it comes back to Chivas and Pumas, the the teams that supposedly have the Mexico's cantera, don't spread fake news, man. That's not that's not true.
3: You're seriously blaming the lack of quality production on two teams when it's the responsibility of every team in the league. But, but uh, according like to I who? I told you before that Argentino kid. He's right. It's not Chivas' fault. It's not Pumas' fault. It's Mexicans' fault in general. Whether your team is America, your team is Monterrey, Mexicans just don't produce consistent, good Mexican players.
0: Is it that we, sure. I, that we aren't I think it's the fact that we're not even looking for the talent. I, I, I believe the talent exists in Mexico. There's no way it doesn't exist. Oh No,
3: for sure, the talent definitely exists. There's no way the talent does not exist. Not,
0: so not the elite amount of talent.
3: people that play it and the amount of people that are obsessed with it. The talent's there now. If the talent is not being developed properly. If the talent is not given opportunities, who knows? You could make a million arguments as to why the talent's not showing up.
0: Well, it's very clear, like where they're scouting their talent from. It's all people within the organizations that have palancas, right? Equals, papi, and connections. You're not. You're I'm not really. You're not really. That. You're not really picking up kids from the streets. You're, you're, but
3: that goes to
0: the point I'm trying the
3: to make the it's
1: it's so so so
3: nonsense, that's not Chivas's fault, that's not Pumas' fault, that's the whole structure's fault. But you if literally just to, said the league Mexico, is a responsible is for, for the community national community team. Players, you're contradicting your yourself. Is, you're contradicting fault. yourself. It's Chivas' fault. Mm-hmm. bro?
5: I can't help you. It's the whole structure's fault. You literally just said the the league isn't responsible for the national team. Right? Yes. But so the what's structure,
3: the point? The, the structure of Mexican soccer. If they're not produced so,
5: quality, so, so if Mexico has Spain league, structure, do you think would we're be not a talking league?
3: about the national team. We're, we're talking good? about
5: the league. Just Mexican players within the league. How well, many I'm asking are, you, did the I'm, if Mexico had Spain structure, would would Mexico be a league? And what what would you base that off of? Going back to the point, whether oh, so you just, you're just going to ignore it.
3: All right. <laughs> no, I'm not going to ignore. It. I'm going to answer it to you. I'm no, you literally just
5: said back to the point. You're going to no. I'm going to
3: go back to the point, and I'm going to answer your question. Si te callas, okay. so you'll listen.
5: Oh, go ahead. Just don't spread fake news, because okay. people <laughs> listen to this, man. Young people. Whether to
3: the it. league is Liguilla or whether you have it like Spain (laughs) the whole season and you only have two teams, whether you want to call it Monterrey, Tigres, America, whoever, whichever one it is, it doesn't matter because there's other underlying issues that need to be addressed. The league structure is just the makeup. It's the entertainment behind it. It's what makes the league more entertaining or less entertaining because that's what you complain when you complain about league structure. You complain... That in Spain, only Barca and Madrid can compete for it. while yeah, they the do. X-E's, 10 teams can compete for it. That's not entertainment. Do. That's entertainment. Yeah, but, That's just entertainment. But, That's all the structure brings, entertainment. But as far but, as. But those the two teams, wait, it just, is really,
1: just really quick, those two teams aren't competing like the Barca and Valmari. They're, they're not the only ones competing because of the structure. They're doing it because. Money wise, they're way above everyone else.
3: Yes, but you know so all that affects is the entertainment. That's the well, yeah, I agree with you on that aspect. As far yeah, as, I agree with you on that. Like going back to the Argentino thing, Spain—they have at the end of the day, it's a strong domestic league. And if it's not a competitive league where not all eighteen teams can compete for it, that's a different story. But it's still a strong domestic league. That's why it's considered one of the top five. So if they have a strong domestic league, Mexico has a strong domestic league, but one country is developing more players, even in a league where only two teams can compete, it's telling you that the issue is not the structure of the league. The issue is everything else that's going on from the grassroots level, from the beginning. So So you're agreeing with me. It's not Chivas' fault. Oh, it's it, not is. it is Pumas'
5: fault. It is. It's the whole structure of it all. No, it's definitely what? Chivas and Pumas' fault. But you're agreeing with me. <laughs> Those <laughs> teams would be I'm perfectly fine. with you. Right? <laughs> Those teams would be perfectly fine if they had the same Liga MX format. They the problem in Mexico is that the teams don't know how to uh, produce elite players. So you're agreeing with me. No, I I do I'm agree with fake the news. teams don't know how to produce elite players. And, with and the teams are Pumas team. and Chivas. Okay. Cruz Azul things. and the rest of no, the Regio teams, teams, Club America. What's Club America's stigma? They're full of foreigners, right? You're not expecting anything from Mazatlán and the bottom feeder, so, who, so who's supposed to be producing the players?
4: And uh, the problem, like, everyone is supposed to produce players. Like, that's what you apply for when you are in the league. Like you are supposed at some point to have players from your country. After that, it's van a ser bueno malos. That's something else. But at least you need comparable. that. You need uh, you need at least to do that. Like example, for one Cordova, Cordova que, que tiene la diez normalmente de México. How many other Mexican players have not have like the chance in 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 the other team? None.
5: But you said it yourself. Who produced them? America, right? But everyone
4: the, should produce them.
5: Everyone. I agree. Everyone should, but in Mexico is different because there's two teams that label themselves as the ones that are that produce Mexico, that produce the Mexican players. It's different from every other league. Well, do you guys agree? America has you guys said it yourself, it's full of foreigners, right? So what, do you, what are you technically expecting from them, even though they produce yeah, that, better, that, they produce better like, players you're falling than You're for your
1: the meme, Ricardo. No. Ricardo, you're falling for a meme.
5: No, it's not the you meme. You are
1: because was, she was...
3: ...of producing English players. Barcelona would take the claim of producing Spanish players. Every league has that one team who claims they produce the most. Juventus, when Juventus was doing well, Italy was doing well. Every league has that one team. And Portugal, if Benfica is doing well and they're producing players, the national team's good. So I don't get what point you're trying to make. Mexico's not different. At the end of the day, it's the same sport and the similarities across the world. Well, he, he's
1: is trying to say man he was fast no but, but you fell for the meme, dude. You, you just had that one... Run around the time that Vergara came in.
5: Oh, oh. and a you lot go of online, was... man. And these guys really they... believe this. It's not me just Well, they
1: believe it, but bro, the history I'm is there. Quote, she was, historically, true. she was never... Who are these Historically, guys? she was never
5: like really... Like, voices in your her. head? Like, <laughs> these, like, three Reddit. guys on Reddit? All right, all right. So you're, you're telling <laughs> me... Mx. Wait, so you, you're, you're not... You're saying you didn't share stuff on the chat saying that... About complaining about Mexico being the base of the national team, and Jaime even Jaime even started off the program by saying every time Mexico uh, America is the base of the of the national team, things go to shit. So, am I hearing things, or do you not want to see? <laughs> you? Yeah. Yes, like Joel yeah. just gave you yeah. your yeah. answer. Yeah. You fell for the me. Oh, okay. yes,
3: you
0: you're
5: falling for the mommy. So, so if I again, like- again <laughs> with the mommy. Well, when things go,
0: no, won. I I truly believe it. This is all correlated.
5: <laughs> you see, so I'm so, I'm, I'm, so I'm, so I'm the one i hey. Hey. And is baby, Then
0: I'm I'm no, over you're here. Really. All right
5: by believing this guy over here.
0: <sighs> I'm baby. I'm backing you know my statement. See? I'm saying ever it's, since America became the the foundation, we've been shit. So.
5: Yeah, but but you hear
1: the well, thing. Right no no one team has always like held like has had it for like long period of time. You had Pumas, right? Going back 70s, 80s, Pumas was like the team that was producing players. You had Atlas at one point, like you know, when they had Bielsa and La Volpe, and then you had Chivas at the run. You had Luca for a little bit a bunch when
0: of under ojos. So o-
1: you o- yeah, it's, it's, but you never really had one team that has kind of maintained and they've always been, like, turning out player after player. I mean, even Pachuca, you can even talk about Pachuca, how many players they brought out. So you haven't really had that. With Chivas, just because, yeah, all Mexican, but that was the mean, but if you could go down the list in World Cup squads and see how many players were, were like, came out of Chivas, and it's really not really that many. Well, the only yeah. thing that's
0: changed is now, you know, it used to be elite, not elite, but you, you knew you made it when you, when you finally got that move to uh, Chios de America. You know, that was the peak oh, form of Mexican football, back. and now, you know, yeah. now it's about going to Europe, and a lot of times they leapfrog. <laughs> Now, yeah. Now <laughs> it's like now, if you're a if you're a player in Liga MX, you strive to go to Europe or to get paid out at, you know, like you said, the the Tigres and the and the Monterrey. And like How
1: now, we coach, you could be coach of America and then still but, move up.
0: You know, from, I mean, I mean, like. nowadays,
2: <laughs> if you land at Chivas, it's because you had no other choice like um, looking grim we, and still, next we
0: still have some prestige but it's just not there anymore and and look w- now that we've started to make that you know the game has globalized we have to acknowledge that but now that we have more players like leapfrogging liga mikey's and going to europe we haven't <coughs> seen we haven't seen any any results change in the last Thirty years right we still get knocked down the round of 16 in fact we've digressed we've actually gotten worse we got eliminated in the group stage we've actually <laughs> taken a step back now that we're sending more <laughs> more players to europe so that's not solving any problem
4: because it's a process like it doesn't mean that because they go to europe that the team is superb like if it was the case then african team will be like among the best like most of African players in their national teams have two nationalities and play in Europe. So it's it's a whole process. It's not just having them in Europe. It's also where in Europe you have them. Like, having them in uh, places, it's fine. But if you have them in other leagues, like, I mean, those third-tier leagues, uh, Malta, Cyprus, doesn't change anything.
0: Yeah. And some of these leagues are on par With Liga Mekis, like, they're not much of a step up. Like, you know, with Luis Chavez going to Russia, what has he gained? He hasn't gained anything. He's still (laughs) the same player.
3: But that's not the way I view it. The way I view it is how the Brazilians and the Argentinos view
0: it. No. We're so not that same breed, dog. You no. can't no. compare us no. no.
3: no. 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 Here get, we go. Get, here get, we get go. Dude, you go. cannot. No, no. You can't get use them in the same
0: sentence as Mexico. That's and an have insult. Another
3: spot. <coughs> have another spot. You <coughs> have <coughs> another spot. Cuckoo. Send him to. If he wants to go to Russia, <coughs> that's his business. Now you have another <coughs> spot for another Mexican player to earn that. And if a Mexican player can earn it, then the foreign player earns it. What's wrong with exporting if if you have more slots open?
5: You're assuming a Mexican player is going to get a chance. That's a big if.
3: But I see no problem with freeing up slots.
5: For a foreigner? It's
3: it's like, for example, like Pocho Guzman. If Pocho Guzman wanted to go to Russia, I'm not going to miss him at Chivas. If it's going to open the slot for somebody else, and maybe he does well in Russia, and he moves to a different but league. We, well, who knows? They but have, I have no problem with freeing up slots.
0: Freeing up slots, you assume that they'll replace him with the Mexican, but they're not.
3: Well, then that's a different problem. But why do you want to keep the slots? Like you said, he debuted with a national team at 26. I mean, why do you want to keep him in Liga Mequis? What, so you can get another good three years out of him, if at all? Or he stays stagnant?
0: No, I'm just saying the solution isn't to export players to Europe and expecting them to to produce miracles. Like, what has changed in Luis Chavez's game since going to Russia? What game has improved for Araujo since playing at, like, Barcelona B and now he's in Las Palmas or whatever? Like, Orbelin scoring these goals in the Greek League. Then you see what they do today. You're like, holy shit, man.
3: Other side of the argument. How much were they improved at Aljo State Galaxy if Travis stayed at Pachuca or if Orbelin stayed at Cruz Azul? How much better were they have gotten? Would it have been significantly better than they are now? We don't know. Probably not. No, probably not. They probably but be the it, same probably, level. Yes. Like, players have ceilings. At the end of the day, they're athletes. They're, not, they're not a video game character where you just develop them so they hit level 99. No, they have limits. Their limit, no, level no, you, level 73, that's their limit. Whether you do think these guys Europe, are, are gonna going to improve by going to Europe? What that's, is what, that? that's what
5: you think.
0: No, I'm I mean, saying
3: that a player has limits whether you take them to Europe or you keep them... Yeah, they have field. ceilings. I get it. He's not going to improve that much.
4: And, but, and add, to that, add, add to that that there are two things that we're not mentioning. Having them going to Europe, it's showing to those who are, like, in those canteras that you can also do that. You can also happen. You need those in those canteras to keep putting the effort to know that one day pueden soñar con ir a jugar en España aunque sea en el Osasuna. And then the other thing is, like, uh, like, to adapt to a different culture in a different country where you are by yourself in the house and everyone else of your family is calling you to FaceTime. That also takes time, and that uh, that also is part of their performance, like yeah uh,
0: but...
4: you got a player who can be as good as uh, as Lozano but if you have to leave himself in Rotterdam or Feyenoord i well well uh, in Eindhoven, yep yeah, that is, that the town uh he also needs to re- to to reschedule his life around that, and that's a tough one.
0: I understand like character development and growth and all that stuff. But what's in it, what ends up happening is we have a dysfunctional national team because all these guys that took the challenge and, and took the risk of going to Europe. Now they're coming back to the national team. Like it's an inconvenience to them. Like, Oh, I gotta, I gotta put my career on pause and help out the national team. And they go into these training camps. They go into these games with, with zero pride, no enthusiasm, and with with this like this uh, chin in the air, like we're, you know, we're in Europe and you guys are in and in, in in, 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 you know, Ponce, Miguel Ponce talked about it on the podcast. Like it divided the locker room because you have your domestic players who arguably are in better form. They're playing consistently game in and game out. And and then you get these guys in Europe that are not getting that consistent playing time but they're guaranteed starters on the national team. And then, and this is the results that we're getting. We're getting terrible results.
4: And that's the problem. Like, I will just give you an example of Senegal. Like, Senegal had some problem until they got the new coach. We make them one like the FCON. Uh, the thing is, the I mean, la like, Selection, Americana and kind of under the protocols. But the, the true thing is that like, you need to be able to let the coach decide who he calls, who he doesn't and if you see that a player has not played for like months then he doesn't have to call him that's it
0: but in mexico they do call them
4: <laughs> well that's what I was <laughs> that's the problem play. you
3: said that you know becomes an inconvenience what's to what's wrong with saying it is an inconvenience to play for the mexican national team like if you if you're coming That's fine just you're... don't
0: go to the national team then work on but your you career
3: but no what I'm saying like if you're showing up whether you're showing up from the domestic league or you're showing up from a foreign league and you're showing up to the national team and you're showing up to do more entertainment whether it's like commercials ads all that in between because we don't see that we see of course we don't you know we see the praxis and then we see the game and then we criticize on that but you know damn well between that at the hotels is interviews doing commercials getting they're taking advantage that they have the players near them to wrap all that stuff up. So, for a lot of players, it is an inconvenience. It's they feel like a pony. Now, yeah, it comes with, part; it's part of the job. I get that. But it's also the federation at fault also. A lot of players, I'm sure it's like, like, why am I going to go if I already know this bum who's not even playing in the last four months, he's going to start because he's one of the commercial guys. He's one of the guys that sells the most tickets. So, it, it is even an inconvenience for you as a domestic player, because it's like I'm not even getting as much playing time because it's all pretty much set in stone. This guy has to play a significant amount of minutes.
0: Yeah, look and at you even,
3: see it, you even see it across the world with other national teams. You see all these players getting injured. I think in Europe's top five leagues, there's been over 120 ACL tears this season. Isn't,
0: um, we're,
3: we're barely in November.
0: Isn't Barcelona suing like the national team?
4: I mean, there is something we have to keep in mind. Like, they've had a short summer break this year because of the World Cup. And the World Cup last year made them play. I mean, Son, there were a number you mean Son. He played in total on the world last season, something like 67th game. Yeah, like... And he played Pe- at Tottenham.
0: Pedri, right? He played
4: at Tottenham. Yep.
0: I was reading something that, like, uh, Barcelona suing like the national team, because of Pedri. <laughs>
4: nah,
3: Barcelona just broke, broke. They're looking for any reason to we'll get some money.
0: Isn't that FIFA crazy, though? covered
3: them. I think FIFA gives them, like, maybe up to a million a day that he's out, depending on the player and their contract. So, I mean, like, FIFA has them covered in that sense. At the end of the day, it's everybody's fault. It's the clubs, it's the national teams. That's what I'm saying. It's not just an inconvenience to play for the Mexican team. I'm not saying... It's an inconvenience to represent your country. Just everything that comes with it. I mean, from your club competitions, from but you guys.
0: You can see federations that are taking this very seriously, and their goal is to win a World Cup. You saw it with France. You've seen the transformation they've had. You look at England, right? They're, they're going in the right direction. There are federations that have, like, decided, like, countries that have decided as a whole, our mission, our project is to win a World Cup, and we're going to do everything in our power and align everyone together to, to get to that goal. And you look at a, at a federation like Mexico, like, what are we doing? We're just trying to f- figure out how much money can we can make from these guys. Like, how much we can get, keep this facade going. I think it's turned into, like, a cash money business, and that's, that's all they care about.
3: And that's the problem. Like, look at Japan. Japan is a country that is obsessed with the results on the field, and they have a plan in their eyes that they want to be world champs. By, like, 2050 or something like that. And you know that the Japanese, that's what they're focused on. They're not focused on promotion deals, sponsorship deals, blowing players up, traveling the world, going on tour, none of that. But it just comes down. But at the same time, look at Japan as a society. I mean, Japan, the country in itself, they're well off. You know, they don't need to make the national team and everything, the national treasure, and milk it as much as possible. So that's why you can focus it as a sporting thing. As far as with, uh, for example, I'm not sure if you saw the what happened today with the Brazilians and the Argentinos were like the, the Brazilians. yeah, were like cops like were hitting the Argentinos uh-huh. and all that. And like I was telling my buddies, I was like, but you know the thing about the Argentinos, that same passion that they like show off, that they say we're the most passionate fans in the world. That same passion is what
4: puts them in those situations. And, Good. but, like, it's also the passion that makes, I don't know if you have seen the video because it's going viral. Uh, while the police was actually doing that, uh, Martinez jumped on one of the police guys.
3: Yeah, and that's what we're That passion, and it's not even between, like, Brazilians and Argentinos. Even amongst themselves, you know, uh, Boca Juniors, River Plate, that same passion that fans are like, oh, I wish we were as passionate as Argentinos, that same passion is what put them in those violent situations. But the same way we criticize American soccer fans, like, oh, you'll never see that passion in MLS that you see in Copa Libertadores in South America. Yeah, but you're probably not going to see violent shit like that in the stands because it's just <laughs> the game. It's just the game. It's entertainment. You know, if we win... It needs amazing. to be more of a game,
0: though, to win a World here, Cup.
3: Yeah, but that's the thing. Mexico is not taking it as a game. Mexico is taking it as a business.
5: Mm-hmm. I, I knew that little rant was gonna end it with uh, praising MLS, man. I saw that. <laughs> no, I'm not praising MLS. It's it's uh, criticism on
3: society in itself. But
5: no, no one's it's saying like, they
3: Argentina, want to be bro, what was would you Prefer to another World Cup, the third World Cup that they recently won, or will you prefer inflation to go down and they're like another World Cup? Or you know the video with the kid where. Uh, His dad
0: <laughs> sold used his, his two
3: scholarships right, <laughs> so they could go to the Libertadores final. That is a reflection of your society. Me, as a father, I would never cross my mind to cash my kids two scholarships to go to a damn soccer game.
1: Sir, what it about was
3: the three re-fight?
2: scholarships, and let's not forget about who they just selected as president. So <laughs> let's not dick right Argentina right now. Like, they're they're going through some shit.
0: They are.
5: So you're saying you wouldn't sell your son's PlayStation? <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, nah, I probably wouldn't sell my son's PlayStation. I
3: would find a way to go there without selling my kid's shit.
5: <laughs> hey, I agree with you, but the reason people in, in the U.S. don't they don't give a shit about soccer.
3: But
0: Sorry, you guys are cutting I mean, out.
3: No, there it's not go. give a shit about soccer. Is because at the end of the day... No, it's not because they don't give a shit about soccer. It's because at the end of the day, it's more important shit to do. Whether you call it soccer, football, baseball, gymnastics, it doesn't matter. And then other countries that are considered like poor countries, they use the soccer to hide everything else that's wrong with the fucking country. Who cares if our economy is terrible? Who cares if our crime rate is terrible? Our soccer team's doing fucking amazing. hmm Or who cares if our crime is terrible or our economy is terrible? Our soccer team is doing like shit. Why is our soccer team so shitty? Like, that's the focus. And that's why those countries tend to stay on the lower end of, you know, other developed countries as far as, like, economy and all those kind of things. Because putting the attention on the wrong damn thing. Which, going back to that, that, you know, if we put so much attention on why can't we produce consistently quality players? Not even talking world class, just consistent quality players that can consistently, you know, round of 16 quarterfinals, maybe make a run for a semifinal, you know, like just consistently in between there.
0: You know, we're getting into a bigger, bigger issue here, but um, we are coming up on two hours, guys. I'm I'm pretty much tapped out, <laughs> um I'll let you guys have your closing thoughts before we wrap up episode four ten um as a reminder, we got some league of action on Thanksgiving, so we'll be back to our normal scheduled uh podcast next week. but uh love your guys' energy tonight. It was a long one, a lot of uh a lot of roller coaster emotions in in today's game. Um, I did post the official um, from Nations League uh, Twitter. So we will be facing Panama in the semifinals on March 21st. And Arlington, Texas. And same for United States. They'll be playing against Jamaica. uh, Same day. It's a doubleheader.
4: Los Los españoles de un lado, los ingleses del otro. Yeah.
0: all right guys who wants to go first with the closing thoughts
2: i'll go first you know what i told you guys last week this was gonna happen we're gonna come back all you gotta do is believe right that in your little weak ass hearts you don't have it in you to grind out a game go full overtime go into shootouts and Actually, do it, and that's why I'm a true fan. No soy puto como ustedes. <laughs> Yo sé sufrir. That's why they're sitting at home on their
5: ass.
2: hay pedo, güey, pero por lo well, menos I wasn't hitting the panic button acá que se está cayendo el cielo como tú. Oh, oh, Ah, espérate, espérate, pérate, say, espérate.
5: Todavía termino, todavía termino. Espérate, me el pincho psico. When did I, 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 I
2: say that? Todavía me la pelas si la comes
5: y te sobra. So oh, now you're just spreading fake news as as a typical paint sniffing chemo. When did I say that? I I was criticizing your the the guy, the guy you like to jerk off on on a casual basis on this podcast. I never said Mexico gonna lose. If, if you find a clip where I say that, I'll, I'll PayPal you two hundred bucks. No, oh, that's what I thought. Calladito chemo. <laughs> you you sit at home and wait for daddy to win the number 18, okay? Siganle Caballeros, porque no tengo respuesta alguien
4: que habla con sí mismo. But yeah, goes mine. Uh la casa está salvada y que pieza la fiesta.
0: <laughs> it's uh, well dropped, huh? Al pastor, what you got, man? Uh
3: mine will be that I was disappointed. I don't want to say disappointed, I thought it was embarrassing that once that whistle went out, how the players celebrated. I was like, bro, you guys have some self awareness, read the room. There's like a win, like you go thank the fans and you know, and you go to the locker room. Like <laughs> you literally needed hundred and twenty minutes to beat, plus penalties, to beat Honduras at home to qualify the next round, and you're out here celebrating, like, you know, it was a big accomplishment. And th- those, like, little actions is what makes you better or makes you worse or keeps you at your level. And then another thing, keep an eye out for Jamaica, man. Jamaica's looking really good. Look at the previous results. I think uh, they're going to pull the upset on the U.S. because the U.S. has been playing like shit. Uh, and I think it's going to be a Mexico-Jamaica Final, and then as far as the Liga MX, uh, Chivas, I see him out against Pumas. I, I don't see him beating Pumas, unless like Alexis Vega goes super sane and or some shit, and Polcho and everybody. I just don't see it. I think the champ is gonna be between Tigres again, motherfuckers,
5: or uh, America. You, you see how well that sounded when you went. That just slips off the tongue when you say that.
3: <laughs> hey man, I have no shame in saying who's playing well. I said it the other day. At this rate, America wins. Jimmy Lozano gets booted, and they make Jardiney Gardner the coach of Mexico.
5: No, he's he's got business with America, and uh, I may. I wanted to mention. I mean, I, I don't know if you guys brought it up, but did you guys see that guy with the pink hair? What was his name? Araujo. Yep. He played today, right? I mean, yeah. Uh, my, my even if I never watched Mexico play, if I just seen him on the field on TV one day, I could tell he came from that At last, man. He just gives off that vibe. Like <laughs> he, he he's an absolute bum, and anyone that look here's another one, one of my hot takes because I'm except for predicting America being uh winning the title my hot takes on these podcasts are always on the on the bullseye man i'm always right that guy's gonna end up in chivas in a year
0: or two. Oh, that's a good thing
5: the... you can say the same argument about
3: jorge sanchez not chivas but back in liga MX and uh serginio dust he'll be back in the mls well he'll be in mls like within two years <laughs> those three are terrible man i i'll, I'll Share the hate evenly amongst both countries. Sergino Des, Araujo, and Jorge Sanchez are just terrible. They should start like a group chat amongst themselves and like cheer each other up some bullshit (laughs) because they're literally the same thing.
0: For sure. Ricardo, you got any closing thoughts?
5: America saves the day as usual, and everyone can just sit back and wait for america to pull in the number 18 man
3: <laughs> hey, <laughs> my God, it's
5: only Honduras,
0: okay? <laughs> all right folks well again want to thank you all for your support and your loyalty it's week in and week out i know who to count on also a special shout out for danny he's always on the pod but he never speaks up so but we see you bro we see you very loyal S- same with disco fever yeah 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 over there on youtube we see you bro uh Bill Whiteman said, "What's up guys? What's up to you?" Uh look, it's a it's a it's a special week we got Thanksgiving here in the states. So if you guys are traveling, seeing family, you know, be safe, have fun, and we will be watching those play-in matches on Thursday. Um but of course, like always, we will catch you all in the next one. Have a great night.